Sheer stark terror grips you in underwater 3D in Creature from the Black Lagoon. The most terrifying monster of the ages rises from the sea, raging with pent-up passions. Making every man his mortal enemy, every woman's beauty his prey. Creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D, starring Richard Carlson and Julie Adams. Every horrifying scene leaps out of the screen right at you. A universal re-release rated G. Do you like Creature from the Black Lagoon? I like Creature from the Black Lagoon. Let's talk Creature from the Black Lagoon on episode two of Creature Casts Among Us. Kick the music. Welcome you to the second episode of the first Monster Kid Radio spin-off show, Creature Casts Among Us. For now, it is part of the Monster Kid Radio feed. Later in 2015, there will be a separate feed established for this show. So if you only want to get this show, well, you'll be able to. If you want to keep listening to Monster Kid Radio, stay tuned because, well, 2015 is looking pretty bright for Monster Kid Radio as far as I'm concerned. But we're not talking about MKR here. We're talking about Creature from the Black Lagoon, my favorite film. Oh, by the way, I am your host, writer-producer Derek M. Cook. Welcome to this show. This is an episode that I've been looking forward to sharing for quite some time. I didn't originally intend to do this creature spinoff when I launched Monster Kid Radio a while back. Eventually, though, the idea kind of came together in my head and, well, we made it happen. And I decided to sit on pretty much every recording that I had that had to do with Creature from the Black Lagoon until... We launched this show, and this time around, we've got some recordings from Monster Bash Summer 2014. It was the first Monster Bash that I'd ever had a chance to attend, so I was super excited to go and meet my fellow monster kids, my fellow monster fans, and people who had been involved in these movies that I loved so much. Head over to monsterkidradio.net and look in the archives to find the episodes that I devoted to Monster Bash. There's a good string of them, a good run of coverage from the bash, interviews, all sorts of things that had to do with Monster Bash. But if you look at that, you're going to see that there's no creature content. And that's because I've been sitting on it until now. I've got interviews from the bash. Now, it's not just me you're going to be hearing on the show doing the interviews. In fact, good friend of mine and regular Monster Kid Radio guest, Dr. Gain Green, a.k.a. Larry Underwood, contributed an interview of his own. A few years ago, he was fortunate enough to interview Ben Chapman, who played the Gill Man in the first Creature from the Black Lagoon. At least he was one of the men to play the Gill Man. So we have the interview that he conducted with Ben Chapman. I have an interview that I conducted with Rico Browning from the 2012 Crypticon Seattle. He was one of the guests there, and this was back before I had launched Monster Kid Radio. I actually recorded this interview for a different project. It never really finished up, so I've been sitting on this for a while, and I'll be sharing that with you as well. I have an interview with Tom Weaver from The Monster Bash. Tom Weaver is one of the co-authors of the amazing creature book that just came out this year, talking about the book The Creature Chronicles, exploring the Black Lagoon trilogy. It made its way onto Monster Kid Radio's holiday gift guide, and of course, Tom's going to talk a little bit about that book. When we did the recording, the book hadn't been released yet. So we're talking about it in future tense. It's on the way, but it's out now. Highly recommended. And then we're going to cap everything off with the recording that I took when I had an opportunity to sit down with Julie Adams. Yeah. 
I finally got a chance to meet her. People who listen to Monster Kid Radio, people who have heard me on other podcasts know that I am completely enthralled with Julie Adams' work and everything that she does, and I love her role as Kay in The Creature from the Black Lagoon. So I got an opportunity to interview her. We talked about Creature. We talked about a few other things as well. So that's what this episode is. It's a bunch of recordings from previous events, previous conventions, interviews. Why don't we go ahead and kick things off? Let's start with Dr. Gang Green and his interview with Ben Chapman. All right, Dr. Gang Green here. I am here with the original Gill Man, Ben Chapman. How you doing, buddy? I'm just fine. Great. And as we say in Hawaii, aloha to all my fans out there. Now, Ben here played the Gill Man. He's the land Gill Man. Right. Tell me a little bit about it. Was it just a great experience? I've done a lot of shows, but I will truthfully tell you, it was a shoot that you couldn't wait to get up and get to work because we had so much fun. It was like a big family. So, uh, yeah, no, it, it, it was great fun. It was a great show to do. Now, when you shot this, did you have any idea at all of, of the magnitude of what this movie would be to uh, horror fans, or did you just think it's a B-movie or something? Right. Yeah, uh, we just thought that, uh, hey, it's a job. I was on a contract at Universal at the time. But we just thought uh, it's just another job. How long did it take you to get into that suit? It was like an outer layer of skin, so I had to slip into it. And it would take uh, anywhere from two to three hours. Could you do it by yourself? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. I had at least two, three people. Yeah. I would just stand there. They would do all the work. Now, once you did get into it, pretty hot, right? Yeah. If we were like on a sound stage. Because you've got to remember, your body breathes through its pores. And if you block that all off, your heat, your body heat goes straight up. So if we were on a soundstage, I had a gentleman off to the side with a hose. And I would just walk over to him and say, hey, start hosing me down. down. (laughs) And if we were on the back lake where the lake is, I would just simply sit there and swim all day. How long did it take to get out of the suit once you got into it? Uh, not really that long because, you know, it would just peel off. So you, they, they, they still had to be careful not to tear it or anything like that. But it was getting in. That was the trick. Yeah. But coming out, it's just like anything. You just slip right out of it. Now, how old were you at the time Creature from the Black Lagoon was made? I started when I was 24. And when we finished, I was 25 because we did it in October. And my birthday is October 29th, so I, I aged one year yeah. making it. Glenn Strange, you know, did uh, three Frankensteins. Mm-hmm. Glenn Strange was the first person that they offered the Gilman to. But then Glenn Strange, if you remember him from Gunsmoke, he played the bartender. Right. He's a cowboy. And nothing against cowboys now, but he just said, water, water, <laughs> swimming, swimming, give me a horse. That's different. And yeah. aren't you glad that he did? Yeah. <laughs> when we did the Colgate Comedy Hour, we talked about that. I said, yeah. Glenn, thank you very much. Of course, we didn't know then what it would be today. Right. But I was just grateful that I got the part, and he did Right. Well, or he turned it down, I should say. Yeah. Well, you got a chance to portray one of the great Universal Monsters, and I think that that's a, a real honor, and I appreciate you being here at the convention. Well, I want to thank, again, you know, all the fans out there. 
through all these years, and we will be celebrating our 50th year. And I want to thank all of you out there that are loyal fans for keeping the Gill Man alive all these years. That was an interview that Larry conducted with Ben Chapman at a Monster Bash. I don't have the exact date. I'll ask Larry and maybe mention that in a future episode of Creature Cast Among Us. Uh, this interview, how cool. I mean, unfortunately, I never had an opportunity to meet Mr. Chapman. I would have loved to have met Mr. Chapman, but it's just, you know, it never happened. And it's one of those things that I regret that I didn't start going to things like Monster Bash or getting into the classic monster stuff as much as I am now until relatively recently. I mean, I, I've loved this stuff for years, but I didn't really start reaching out to people the way that I have over the past year or so until, well, past year or so. So, you know, Ben Chapman, from what I understand, was a gentleman and was one of the coolest guests at any convention. So. Larry, thank you for sharing that interview with us. You guys and gals can check out Dr. Gangreen's work over at drgangreen.com or go look him up at YouTube. He's been doing some really cool work recently regarding Vincent Price. And well, you've heard me talk with Larry about that over on Monster Kid Radio proper. You know, we talked to one Gilman. Why don't we talk to the other one? Let's talk to Rico Browning. Like I said, this is from the 2012 Crypticon Seattle. So you are the creator of Flipper, the director of Mr. No Legs, but I know you as the Gilman. How's it going? Good, thank you very much. I didn't know people remembered Mr. Nolig. <laughs> it's got John Agar in it, so we've got you and John Agar. So we got some B movie legends involved. He was a super guy. Yeah. Easy to work with, and his life was great. And he loved boxing, and I love boxing. He used to go to boxing matches. Oh wow! So I need to be on my best behavior then, basically, because right. <laughs> <laughs> but because people know you as the Gill Man. I mean, how many people have come up to you today talking about Creature from the Black Lagoon? Quite a few, but that's yeah. all I've got is Creature pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my favorite movie of all time, so I don't mind. Wonderful. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> now, you played the creature in the underwater scenes, and you were the creature in all three films underwater? Correct. Okay. And if I remember correctly, were you originally cast for the second film for the underwater stuff? No, I wasn't. So, what happened there? Well, I can't tell you everything that happened, but they called me and said, we need you. And I said, okay, we're going to do another feature film. And I said, well, do you want me to come out and get fitted for an outfit? And they said, no, we are down in Marine Land shooting. And I said, wow. And so I went down there and they, they cut up the other suit from the other guy and made it fit me. And I did the show in that suit. Yeah. What is your favorite memory of working on all these creature films? Um, money. <laughs> Before, during, or after? <laughs> well, all during and after. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Have a good show. All right, thanks. Didn't get a chance to talk with him very long, but you know what? The time that I did get to chat with him was very, very cool. And, you know, Mr. No Legs, come on. Who doesn't know Mr. No Legs? Well, okay, apparently a lot of people don't know Mr. No Legs, but, I mean, everybody knows Creature from the Black Lagoon, at least everybody worth knowing. And uh, <laughs> Riku Browning was very busy that weekend signing a lot of photos, including a handful that I picked up from him at that convention. So Mr. Browning was awesome. Mr. Browning was at the Monster Bash that I went to in June of 2014. Now, I didn't record with him then. I did chat with him briefly. And super cool guy. Still really nice and approachable. And yeah, I kind of regret that I didn't pull out the recorder and ask for an interview. Maybe next time I see him at a convention, I'll, I'll try to chat him up on mic for the show. Also at Monster Bash, I had an opportunity to meet Tom 
Weaver. He's an author and classic horror historian, and he agreed to sit down to an interview with me after he had done an amazing presentation about all things Creature from the Black Lagoon. He also did a Q&A with Julie Adams, and well, I'll talk about that here in a second. In the meantime, why don't we listen to Tom Weaver at Monster Bash. All right, Monster Kid Radio listeners, I'm sitting here with a man whose books have been on my bookshelf for years, a man whose articles I read and reread in various magazines, and a man who presented an excellent Creature from the Black Lagoon and Revenge of the Creature and in his presentation of not too long ago here at Monster Bash. Tom Weaver, how's the show treating you? It's treating me great. You make me sound interesting. <laughs> well, you know, the movies are interesting and you write such interesting things about them. You've been studying these movies for how long? I did my first interview around 1980, and I only intended to do one. When I started, I, I started with the intention of only doing one, but the first guy I interviewed was so nice that I said to myself, okay, I wanted to do one, but let me do two. And the second guy was so nice, I wanted to do two, let me do three. And now it's uh, 35 years later, and 600 interviews later, and I'm still having a great time doing it. Wow, and this was back before the days of the internet, so how did you track down these people for these interviews? Well, to be honest with you, most of the people who made the old science fiction movies aren't so famous that they're not in the phone book, so I would just call directory assistance. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was as easy as that. If I wanted to interview Herbert Strock, the director of Teenage Frankenstein, or, or Whit Bissell, or whoever it was, I would just call L.A. directory assistance and, uh, and find them fairly quickly. And just cold call them, tell them who you are, and ask for an interview. Absolutely, and they were always very, very nice. I, could, I think I could count the number of no's I've gotten over the years on the fingers of one hand. Wow. So were there any others or are there any that kind of stand out for you as being especially interesting or you got interesting reactions from them when you first asked for an interview? Um, actually, the, the one I was most excited about, coincidentally, is somebody who's here this weekend is Arch Hall. He had never given an interview and there was a lot of fan speculation of why he hadn't. And um, it turns, I think it turns out that the reason he hadn't is he'd never been asked because I, I asked him <laughs> for an interview and he said yes. And I prepared my questions and called him back, and he talked for hours, and some of the things he said prompted me to think up new questions, and I called him back, and he talked for hours more. For a guy who supposedly didn't want to be interviewed, according to groundless rumors, <laughs> he was the number one chatterbox of all time and very, very interesting. You know, he's a sweetheart. I actually chatted with him last night and just chatted with him again, and he remembers who you are, mm-hmm. you know, and he's, he's quick, and he's friendly, and he's warm, and... I mean, it was just a real treat. That's what I'm loving about Monster Bash. This is my first bash, and it's the last day, so I've got to get all my experiences in today to hold me off till next time. What should I have made sure I get done before I leave? Mm, you sprang that one on me. Actually, you, I, from what you've told me, you've hit most of the big, the heavy hitters. I hope you talked to Ron Adams at oh, some point. Not yet. Well, I thanked him, but you know, he's like a machine. He's just zipping back and forth. I don't know how much caffeine that man's on, but he's vibrating on a frequency not unlike my own because I'm so excited. I'm sure he's just got so much to do. Mm-hmm. Well, as, as the guy to thank for all of this, yeah. I think I, he's my suggestion for the one last person you need to get in. Sounds good. Now, the reason you did the Creature presentation, I mean, you're a fan, but you've got a book coming up. What can you tell our listeners about the book? Well, the book came about because McFarland did put out a book on the three creature movies. And when I got it and opened it up, it was like reading out of one of my old... Years and years ago, I wrote a book about just the first creature movie. I didn't know if you wanted to go there, but there's some controversy with that book. Well, there isn't so much controversy as there is just that the bad situation of... Um, he took way, way too much out of my book and then... 
McFarland, when I alerted them to this, they started looking into other parts of the book that weren't plagiarized from me, and, well, they were plagiarized from other places. So McFarland had to bite the bullet, and they discontinued the book after selling probably not very many, and I felt so bad about it. I didn't want the book to continue. It wasn't fair that the book should continue to exist, but it also felt terrible about what junking the book had done to McFarland at the not very good time in our economy. So I offered to do a creature book. And once I got going, it became addictive. You know, I, I wanted to interview X number of people, and they were also interesting. Well, let me interview double X number of people, and then pretty soon triple X number of people. And pretty soon I'm talking of, you know, extras and things like that. Um, and just trying to find every last factoid I could. And I worry worried with a capital W that there might be too much trivia in the book and that it might get a little uh, wearing at 600 pages. But when the book comes out, you guys will tell me. You say you're worried about it, but you're talking to a guy who's been threatening his listeners on Monster Kid Radio that he's going to launch his own separate spin-off podcast about nothing but Creature from the Black Lagoon, because I love the movie that much as well. Mm-hmm. What are some, let's say, maybe like two or three little trivia bits that maybe most people don't know about the movies that you find interesting? About the three Creature movies? Yeah. Well, first of all, um, before I forget, not that I would forget, um, the analysis of the movies. I cover the production histories and I interview people, and the analysis of the individual movies is done by a fellow named Steve Cronenberg, who's okay. uh, one of my heroes. And then the music of the three movies is written about by David Schechter from Monstrous Movie Music. That's it. And one of the, um, I, can't, I can't write about music. Usually when I try to read about music, I don't find it very interesting. He's got the gift of not only knowing everything there is to know about the creature music, but also making it very lively and readable. So I think that's, a, that's going to be a huge part, I hope, of the appeal of this book to readers. Trivia about the three movies. Um, the guy who wrote the original story, uh, you've kind of just sprung this on me, but just <laughs> things that are coming to my mind right now. The guy who wrote the original story, Maurice Zim, I found his son, and the son said, oh, my father was so disappointed in what they did with that movie, he wanted oh, really? to take his name off of it. I was surprised. Wow. Such a famous, beloved movie. The guy, who, the guy who did some of the first writing on it almost asked to have his name removed from it. When you see the Earth in the opening sequence of um, Creature, when you see the Earth, and the, they're talking about the uh, formation of the planet and all that stuff, it's just a big plywood cutout. It's a round piece of plywood lying on a sound... A misty it wasn't even si- a globe. <laughs> it wasn't even a globe. It's a round plywood cutout on the soundstage floor. Um, Clint Eastwood, everybody says Revenge of the Creature was his first movie. Actually, he was a voice in several movies previous to uh, to Revenge, so he acted in several movies before he made his on-camera debut in Revenge of the Creature, so it's really not his debut. Um, got a lot of material from a special effects man named Robert Skotak about how they did scenes of the creature on fire in the different movies. I think we've got our bases covered 11,000 different ways. Oh, yeah. Of the three, what's your favorite? Is it hard to say, or...? No, I used to go back and forth between Creature and Revenge because Revenge is such a, you know, just just a fun comic book type of movie. But finally I've settled on the original Creature. It's just like a perfect Beauty and the Beast movie to me. Well, without it, the other two can't exist. And I think Creature Walks Among Us gets a bad rep. It's very underrated. I mean, you're a fan, obviously. I do enjoy Creature Walks. But to be honest with you, um, so much of the science, they spend too much time talking about science and why they're after the creature and they're talking about corpuscles being beveled and uh, and they, they just go on and on for minutes at a time of double talk and that kind of wears on me and to be honest with you the um, all the marital discord in the movie maybe there's a little bit too much of that too for me so I'm afraid I'm afraid um, Creature Walks is a distant third in uh, I'm, it's a good movie but it's a distant third in uh, compared to Revenge and the original Creature How worried do you get every time they talk about a remake? 
they can remake any movie they want, and I won't lose a wink of sleep. But the only, <laughs> the only thing that bothers me is when a movie gets remade, and the remake is lousy, and but the remake in the public mind is the only movie that exists, if you know what I mean. Everybody knows about you know the new Fly movies, and whatever, but I think most people nowadays don't even know there were older versions. So The Day the Earth Stood Still and so many others. And, you know, yeah, that, that are so lousy. And, you know, people hear the title and they hold, hold their nose not realizing that uh, there's an older movie that they could have and should have seen instead. So the bad thing about remakes is they're probably on TV more. They're on what cable more than the originals. And um, the originals are kind of getting forgotten in their wake. Is there a web presence, a website listeners can find out more about your upcoming books and things like that that people can go to? Uh, there is not. I'm not a very um, okay. web-friendly guy. However, there is a monster movie message board, discussion board, called the Classic Horror Film Board, where I stick my nose in every day or two. Two days at the, is the longest I'm able to stay away from it. <laughs> and I express a lot of my uh, unpopular opinions and uh, present a lot of my trivia on the Classic Horror Film Boards, the CHFB. That's where I spend a lot of time as well. They're the guys behind the Rondos. And you've won a Rondo, I believe, right? Uh, that is incorrect, actually. I've won 10 Rondos. Well, there you go. I stand corrected. That's 10 more than me. The best I get is an honorable mention. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Well, Tom, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the show and have a safe flight home or travel home. I don't know how you're doing it. Thank you so much. Right. So like I said, this was recorded in June. And since then, that book, The Creature Chronicles, has been released. I can't recommend it enough. It is so good. It's from McFarland, which means you're going to be paying quite a bit for it. $60 on Amazon right now. However, this book is more than worth it. It is stuffed with so much information about Creature, things that I didn't know, things that I think a lot of Creature fans don't know. And what's really cool about it is that even though it's McFarland, it doesn't feel like a typical McFarland book, which don't get me wrong, I like McFarland quite a bit. I own a number of their books here. However, the layout is very different and real easy to read. It's real welcoming. It's warm. If McFarland is going to start moving into doing this kind of a book with this kind of layout, well, I know I'll be buying a lot more McFarland in the future, a lot more than I normally do. Uh, big thanks to Tom Weaver for participating in this interview. And he mentioned the Classic Horror Film Board, classichorrorfilmboard.com, or follow the link in the show notes over at monsterkidradio.net, and that'll take you straight there. So before the interview with Julie... Adams, I wanted to address a comment. Now, over at monsterkidradio.net, you can leave comments on the different entries for each episode. I haven't published this comment yet because I've been waiting until this episode to do so. This was left by Kay Marshall, and he left the comment, Derek, longtime listener, hope you will be focusing on Weaver's amazing book in the future. Should now be your Bible. But I'm confused. In this cast, you sounded as though you had not committed the book to memory. Would have thought that would be a prerequisite to even thinking about doing a Black Lagoon cast. All questions raised in this episode are answered by Tom and Schechter, especially as regards to the music. And not knowing anything about Pieva, this stuns me. Time for some homework before the next cast. Quick, what was Bill Land's most famous acting role? No looking it up. You should know this without research. Keep plugging. But memorize Weaver, for God's sake. All right, Bill O'Land, I know from Citizen Kane. Okay, I'll just put that out there. And as far as having not committed the book to memory at the time of the recording, this recording uh, for episode one with Chris McMillan was done months ago. It was done, I don't remember exactly, but it was done quite some time ago. It was before the book had come out. Now, since then, I've read the book cover to cover. And I've gone back to it a few times to show people things when I'm trying to, you know, educate them about Creature from a Black Lagoon or just kind of showing off a little bit. But I love the book. It's so fantastic. And, you know, if you don't already own this book, it's worth the investment, ladies and gentlemen. 
I highly recommend it. And Katie Marshall, I appreciate you leaving a comment over at our website. If anybody has any comments that they want to leave for this particular episode, they can do that through the website. It's built on the blogger platform, so it works just like that. Or for now, if you have any feedback, why don't you go ahead and use Monster Kid Radio's contact information. MonsterKidRadio at gmail.com is our email address, and we have a voicemail line of 503-479-5657. That's 503-479-5MKR. Now, in the future, we probably will have a separate voicemail line and email address. But for now, that's what we're going to use. So if you have any comments on the first episode or this episode, you know how to get a hold of us. I'm also all over Facebook, but there's not a separate Facebook page for CreatureCast Among Us yet. Why don't we go ahead and dive into this last interview? This was one of the things that I was most looking forward to at Monster Bash Summer. 2014, meeting Julie Adams and talking with her about Creature, listening to the Q&A that Tom Weaver did, listening to her talk about her Hollywood career. It was amazing. And I'll admit, I was nervous. Now, I still get a little bit nervous when I talk to people at these conventions. I've been told that I sound like I've got it together, but man, meeting Julie Adams, I was so nervous and shaking and vibrating. It was a real treat. And she made it oh so easy to talk to her because she was such a sweetheart. So without further ado, my brief chat with Julie Adams. Thank you so much for taking a few moments of your time to chat with me today. Uh, I'm with Monster Kid Radio. Monster Kid Radio. Oh, that's right. Fun. So, and that's <laughs> all we talk about is monster movies. So, of course, I have to ask Miss Julie Adams, one of my favorite, if not my favorite, actress. How's your show going today? How's the weekend treating you? Oh, everybody's been wonderful. I've had a um, met a lot of very nice people, and they all seem to like some of our movies here. So, uh, <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Well, you've definitely given us. Well, it's my favorite film. Really? I love Creature so much, and I'm actually going to get a chance to see it next weekend in my hometown on the big screen. What would you recommend I tell people if they've never seen Creature? How do I draw them in? (laughs) That it's a very good movie. (laughs) That sounds sort of corny, doesn't it? I agree with you. It's a very good movie. That's right. I think that's that's, the best way to introduce it, really. Mm -hmm. That it is. I mean, you don't have to... And then uh, if they don't like it, they just don't know what a good movie is. <laughs> <laughs> the swimming scene is, uh, I think, very, very well done. Beautifully from all directions, from the uh, director and the camera work, mm-hmm. you know, because there's an underwater camera, you see, that shoots uh, the creature around me. And mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's a very lovely scene, really. <laughs> good Good, good movie scene. <laughs> now you've obviously done a lot more than just creature, and I've been watching a lot of your westerns lately. Do you have a favorite western that you were in? Oh gosh, I think it has to be Bend of the River because that's James Stewart. Sure. When you work with James Stewart, that's top of the drawer, you know. <laughs> so uh, that may be the favorite, but I enjoyed all of them really, uh-huh. and I enjoyed riding. You know, I I liked riding on a horse so. When I got to ride, I thought that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I have to ask, did you prefer wearing the gowns in the westerns or the bathing suit and creature from the Black Lagoon? <laughs> I liked them both. 
Well, they're fantastic. I love the films. I also just recently watched Underwater City for the first time. What can you tell me about that movie? Well, we were wet most of the time. <laughs> Fair enough. It makes sense with a title like Underwater City, right? But uh, it was uh, it was fun to make it. It was yeah. interesting to make it. Uh, and uh, I enjoyed swimming underwater, learning to swim underwater well. And everybody was, uh, it was a very good cast and crew, so it was once again a very pleasurable experience. The autobiography came out a couple of years ago. What was the title of it? The Lucky Southern Star, <laughs> Reflections from the Black Lagoon. And this is a book that I truly wrote myself. I wrote it out in longhand first, really. Uh, and uh, so I'm very pleased that we've had such a good reaction to it. I do think it's a pretty good book, and we've got a lot of pictures in it, too, so that people can see scenes from different movies and so on and so forth. So anyway, I'm delighted that we've had such good response. This is a book that I was given as a Christmas gift. It's filled with so many wonderful stories and photos and has actually pointed me in the direction of some of your other films that I wasn't aware of. So I think any fans need to see the book, and they can buy it through your website. Is that right? We are at www. JulieAdams.biz, B-I-Z. <laughs> we'll make sure there's a link to that in the show notes over at MonsterKidRadio.net. I think everybody needs to read this if you're a fan of Creature or a fan of classic Hollywood because it's filled with so many wonderful stories. Uh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate your compliments, and uh, I hope everybody enjoys the book who gets it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much. Again, to mention that book, it's The Lucky Southern Star, Reflections from the Black Lagoon. It's a really solid book. My wife gave it to me for Christmas a couple of years ago, and I learned a lot about her and her story and some old Hollywood stories. It directed me towards some movies in her filmography that I may not have checked out normally, either because I didn't know anything about them or, well, because I was so tunnel-visioned on Creature from the Black Lagoon. You know, it's a great book. It's a great read. And she was such a great guest. So from the bottom of my monster-loving heart, Julie Adams, thank you for making the time to appear on Monster Kid Radio and for making this incredibly nervous Creature from the Black Lagoon fanboy feel so comfortable chatting with you at the show. Also, big thanks to Tom Weaver, Rico Browning, and if he was still here, I'd thank Ben Chapman as well. I appreciate everybody who takes the time to chat with somebody with a microphone at these conventions, especially the classic movie conventions, when we are getting an opportunity to speak with people who have informed our childhood or our love for these classic movies in such an instrumental way. You know, I've heard people say, don't meet your heroes because they can't possibly live up to the expectations that you have of them. But I will say that my experience at Monster Bash completely disproved that. There wasn't one guest there that I didn't feel comfortable talking with. There were times at Monster Bash where guests came to me and talked to me while I was eating breakfast. So, you know, Monster Bash was wonderful. Julie Adams was such a treat to speak with her and to meet her. Tom Weaver, again, super cool guy. Big thanks for chatting with us here at CreatureCast Among Us. And I'm gushing now, so why don't we go ahead and wrap up the show by playing that 
awesome theme song. It's the theme from the moistening. It's from the Invisible EP from the band Invisible Dracula. They've given us the okay to make that the official theme song of CreatureCast Among Us. You can find them at invisibledracula.bandcamp.com. There's an EP there. All great music. Let them know that Monster Kid Radio sent you. And after the music, well, I'll play something else that I got at Monster Bash. Just a real short thing. For listeners of Monster Kid Radio, I'll talk to everybody next week. For listeners of Creature Cast Among Us, next month, the last Saturday of the month, January 31st, is when you'll get to hear this show again. All original content of Creature Cast Among Us by Monster Kid Radio LLC is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is from Miss Adams. You were in a film in 1960 with John Agar called Raimi. Did you talk about your experiences in the creature films on the set, or do you have any experiences with John Agar you can talk about? Well, John Agar was in Creature Walks Among Us, or Revenge. He was in Revenge. Okay. Did you ever talk about Creature with John Agar? Is the question. When you were in Raimi, the film Raimi. Um, perhaps I did. <laughs> we. You know, we talk about a lot of things on movie sets, all sorts of things. <laughs> or also, also in general, any memory at all of John Agar? John Agar? I remember he was very good looking, and I remember he was quite charming. And uh, I enjoyed working with him. And we very often had, uh, we could laugh, we don't talk about this and that and the other. So he was very, uh, it was a great pleasure to work with him. <laughs>